fast forward, uh, I joined like a bunch of like telegram groups and discord groups and stuff like that. And, uh, and you got rich whole- through the telegram groups. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Fall into the ICT. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say cult because it, it, his shit is kind of like cult-like. But like, when the A2 and the ICT strategy like align, when I got a signal with the A2 and and I got a fair value gap or a breaker block or whatever, um, I'm not going to get into my, my ICT strategy here, but whenever I saw that, when I whenever I got triggered for that, and a2 align that's when like it was like bro that shit was teflon what's up traders welcome to the day trading show my name is austin silver i'm your host today we're sitting down with my co-host evan dyer and our special guest dom pips dom is a trader and asfx member from texas recently he's come through the black shirt club and passed his funding challenge going from zero to funded in less than three months so there's a lot that you guys can take from dom of course we're going to talk about the black shirt club and how the mentorship that we offer has helped him. But we're also going to talk about his combination of strategy between the A2 and some ICT concepts. He talks a lot about ICT and how that has influenced his trading. I know a lot of you guys are into that as well. We also talk just about psychology and habits and routines and the other things in life that sometimes get in the way of getting funded that Dom has figured out a way around. So take some notes, make sure you guys are listening. Dom is an awesome guest. We appreciate him and I appreciate you guys as our listeners. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Now enjoy today's conversation with Dom Pips. What's up, traders? Austin from the future here. I want to pause just to say thank you to MyFundedFX. If you want to support me and our channel and our podcast and all the content that we create, please consider using the link down in the description when you purchase your next funding challenge. MyFundedFX runs discounts all the time. It's probably posted on my Twitter or maybe Matt's Twitter, the guy that runs the company. Search Twitter for that discount code. I get credit, we get credit if you just use the link. So use any discount code you can find, but if you want to support the channel, use the link down in the description. We appreciate it. Can't thank you guys enough. Now enjoy the video. What's up traders? Welcome back. Today we are sitting down. I've got Evan with me here as a co-host to chat with Mr. Dom Pips. Dom, I just keep calling you Dom Pips because that's your social (laughs) media handle. Is that cool? That's cool, man. Just call me Dom. All right. I like it. So Dom is here. Uh, Dom is a Black Shirt Club member. He's an ASFX member. It's a a busy day for me. I had a podcast earlier today with Burned. Most of you probably saw that on the last episode. Burned is managing $4 million. Dom in the Black Shirt Club, just passed his first funding challenge. So today I'm sitting down with two totally different sides of the spectrum, but I think it's really good for you guys as our listeners to be able to see two real traders, both at just a little bit of a different point in their journey, both using the funding companies to accelerate their growth. So this is going to be a great conversation. Boys, I'm excited to have you here. Ev, how you feeling, bro? Good. I'm excited for this one. We got Evan with the new light now. Look at him looking crispy with the fresh fade, that New Jersey, New York. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> So no, it's good to have you guys. Like I said, it's good to sit down and and have more of like the casual conversation. So Dom, catch everybody up. Everybody knows me. Everybody knows Evan, but some of our listeners maybe don't know you. Can you speak on your background, when you got into trading and when you found ASFX? Ah, perfect. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, I got started. Well, let me take you back. I actually am a former uh, real estate uh, salesman. Um, I actually used to sell real estate uh, about for about 10 years. And uh, I had been working in real estate uh, in the Dallas area for for some time. And uh, 
was working on with fixing flippers and stuff like that. A lot of my clients were mom and pop investors and stuff. And so uh, a lot of my business, I, I've been an entrepreneur pretty much in there like ever since college, I guess you want to say. Uh, and uh, I did that for a long time. And uh, I was actually introduced to trading years ago, probably, I would say 10 years ago, man, I was introduced to trading. And this was like around the time you had all like the... Uh, network marketing companies like selling trading as a as a lifestyle and stuff like that like the i don't know the names of them but i i just remember like people would hit my inbox up all the time just like random friends that i didn't talk to in five years talking about oh man come check out this forex trading stuff and then like i, I remember i checked it out like once and it was like a it was like an mlm attached to it and i was like fuck that like i, I sell real estate but I, I make some good money like i'm good <laughs> like so um, so yeah, so I was introduced to it. So I, 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 I understood what Forex was, or I, I had it, a, I guess, acknowledgement of what Forex trading was. And so it was probably about, I want to say six years ago, um, when I started to seriously, like look into it and kind of like play around with trading. And, um, when I say play around with trading, like I come from a real estate minded, like a, a real estate mind. So it's like, you know, especially working with investors, we're thinking of buying low, selling high. So just immediately it was like, it made sense to me. It's like, oh, it's just like another, it's another flip. Right. And so I got into it for all the wrong reasons that most people get into trading for. It's like, let me see how I can turn a hundred dollars into a thousand. Let me see how I can turn a thousand into 10,000, 10,000 into a hundred thousand, you know, the crazy shit like that. And so, I mean, at the time, that was 99% of the content online was that, right? It was like, it was either the MLM guys or it was the guys, the, 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 the small account flipper guys. And so it's like, Oh shit. Like, okay. And so like, I got into it with that mindset. And so, um, you know, and I'm thinking like, Oh, this is just another way to make some money. And, uh, so I started to, uh, a friend of mine actually in real estate, uh, he was actually my mentor in real estate. He actually, hit me to it because he has started to get into it and he had the same mentality as well as like oh this is just another another money maker and type of thing and uh i think like i just started to i started to just try to trade on my own like literally press press buttons i had downloaded like mt4 on my fucking phone and i was just literally just like pressing buy and sell not knowing what the hell i'm doing like trading every freaking forex player that you can think of and uh yeah like i got lucky i guess you want to say and i started i saw like the uh I saw what it could be, I guess, in, in a sense, a, a very naive brain at this point. And so, um, so yeah, so anyway, I, I never took it seriously because, like I said, I was fully trenched in my business, in my real estate business. And I'm the type of individual, like, like I'm an all-in type of guy. So, you know, I'm not like, a, like my dad, bro, he's a military guy. So, like, I grew up with that mentality, like, you know, we don't half-ass anything, like, you know, like he, you know, like growing up as a child, like I would have to make my bed like three times in the morning to just get it right. Three like, times, bro. Are you lying? Oh, Are you being yeah, like he would come in, like I'll get ready for school, bro, and like he'll like come in, he'll he'll do his like his roundabout, like before we leave. inspection, and, like his inspection, he'll come in, he'll just say don't do it, like that 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 voice. I knew it was. I would fuck, like throw my backpack down, going in. Sheets all on the floor. <laughs> like, I got to redo it again. Redo the whole so, thing. Damn, so, bro, so, that's very interesting. Very tough. And I'm curious about that upbringing, how that's carried forward, because it still sticks with you now. So I'm sure it's important. Oh, of course. Of course. Dis like, discipline-wise, having a routine and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, anyway, uh, not to get off on the tangent, but yeah, basically I'm an all-in type of person. So it's like, it's like if I'm doing something, a project, or if I'm like going into something, I'm 100% in, like I'm not like half-assed. And so that's why trading never really, like six years ago when I started to like dabble into it, it never really took off because I'd never really was all in his feet first with it. And, uh, cause I was still doing my, my business. And so I would say, bro, like, um, we started to see the light on the wall, like the, the market started to change in, in the Dallas area, man, a lot of hedge funds started to come in a lot of wall street guys, California guys coming into Texas, bro, just buying up like a shit ton of real estate. So a lot of my clientele, like I said, they're mom and pop investors. Like, so they would get swallowed up outbid on houses and stuff like that. So I started to see a trend for like two years. And, um, it was like, I was like, man, like I gotta make a, I gotta make a shift. Right. I gotta, I gotta, it's, it's time to pivot. I can either, cause I, I'm a small business, man. It's like me. And like, I had like a virtual assistant out in the Philippines and like a couple of like, you know, business partners, like side venture partners, I guess you want to say. And so it was, I was a one man army in a sense. And so it was just like, bro, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna survive. I'm not gonna thrive. Or at least that's where I felt. And then I was just getting burnt out to be honest with you. And so it was like, I'm still young enough in my career where I can pivot. And so I was just like, dude, I was like, I'm gonna go back to this training thing. Like, and, uh, I, I went back and I was like, okay, this is, let me get into it. And, um, Funny story is what year is that? Uh, real quick, real quick. What year is that? When the pivot happened and the market started to change before or after COVID? Before COVID. This was okay. like right before COVID. This was like, I want to say late 2018, 2019. You want to make money trading? We can help you do that. Click the link, take the three day free trial to ASFX TV, and come live stream with our team of funded full time professional traders all week long. And so that's when I really started to say, okay, that I this is going to be my next move. And um, I didn't make like a huge announcement or anything like that. I was just like, slowly but surely, like, I was like, okay. Like people would call me for real estate bills and I'd just be like, yeah, about that. Like, I'm going to refer you out to someone else. And because um, I started to really educate myself. And, you know, at the time, it was still like a lot of junk on the internet. So um, anyway, I found someone that I did a, a deal with like a long time, like in the past. Did a real estate deal with did a real estate deal with, and I saw that he was a trader, and mm. I reached out to him, and uh, I was like, man, because I, I saw on his social media, he was posting, like, a lot of, like, MT4 stuff, and, like, most traders do, they post their charts and stuff like that, so I reached out to him, and uh, I was like, he was local, so I was like, bro, I want to, you know, like, can I buy you a coffee or whatever, like, show me what you know, he's like, better yet, I'll introduce you to the guy who coached me or taught me, uh, my mentor, and so, um, met this guy and uh i actually posted a, a picture of it like not too long ago but uh he was like a wyckoff trader and uh and i was like i didn't know what the fuck wyckoff was or the method methodology behind it um but i guess it's a variation of smart money concepts ict guys don't come for me for that but it, i guess i mean essentially that's what it is right and so yeah. Uh, he taught, um, so I went to this coffee shop and like, bro, the shit was fucking German to me. I was like, what the fuck is dude. If like, you have, a, if you're a trader and you don't have a story about meeting up with somebody at a local coffee shop, are you really a trader? Like when I have that story too, bro, me and all the buddies I was learning with, we all met up at a coffee shop at one point. So I think everybody can relate to that part of the story for sure. For sure, man. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell Wyckoff is. Like I under, like 
from my own self like education like i knew what support and resistance and trend lines and stuff like that were so when when i when i started to take it seriously i want to actually learn i'm like dude this dude's not talking about any of that shit like he's not talking about support and resistance. like what the fuck is like like i don't understand like the phases and all that like i'm like bro like this is german to me and um anyway like after like two hours of just like of that session i i left just as confused as when i came and so uh, but i tried i tried i tried i tried it uh and and so fast forward uh i joined like a bunch of like telegram groups and discord groups and stuff like that and uh and you got behold- rich through the telegram groups hell no hell free no signals. hell no the free sick oh bro hell no the free signals that- didn't make you money no way bro free signals didn't hell no. that 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 if that's number one as a trader now like full-time like I don't even see how people could actually offer a signal service because I know, I know me as a trader, like, I, like for me to like, even in the BSC, like it's hard for me to even like when I'm in the zone and I'm in my flow, like it's hard for me to just send out like, Oh, this is what I, well, oh, bro, that's because you're really trading. trading. These exactly. other guys that run signal groups, they don't have to call real trades. They can just say, buy this now, stop loss here. And then yeah. it's random. It could be random. I don't know how that works, but anyway, yeah, I didn't get rich uh, overnight uh, through the free signals, and at the time, like my mind still, because I'm 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 literally like leaving my business, so like I'm like something has to work, so like like a a part of a part of me was like I got to make money fast and I got to make a lot of it, and uh, the other part of me was like I I want to do it right and I want to go about it the right way, so it was like it was that constant battle in between, and it's like. Um, you know, I, I I was like, you know what? Let me shut everything out. No, that that didn't happen yet. So like, I met someone online. Uh, I got out of Pakistan actually from from all places. This is what I love about trading, bro. Because like, you connect with the fucking world that like, I never thought I would have. I could call someone a, a I guess a virtual friend like you know out in fucking Pakistan. Like I, what? Like anyway. So I met this guy, bro. And he was like, bro, do you know anything about this? Uh, ICT guy and I was like no no and like I because like he was like the reason why I reached out to him like is because he was posting like some crazy ass trades and I was like bro like with some like really like great entries and I was like bro like what, what are you like what are you doing like how are you trading and uh he introduced me to that and that segued into me you know becoming um I guess an ICT student or, or whatever um where so are we at now year wise where are we at in like a year or two this ago is now? 20, this is still 2020 this is like 2020 for sure this okay. is 2020 this is right prior to the pandemic and so i didn't know that I, tom i didn't know you were doing ict stuff before you came into asfx i maybe i'm remembering it now but i i, I don't i didn't remember that I, okay, so yeah, I didn't, I, well, because it was like, I had started, like, I drifted away a little bit, I'll be honest, I drifted away, and I started to, like, apply, like, I'm the type of person where, like, I learned from a lot of different people, right, and, like, to make it my own, like, and we hear this story all the time, like, you know, you gotta, trading as an individual sport, you gotta kind of take a little bit of here, take a little bit of there, and, and, and mesh it, right, and so, so to, to finish the story though, like all of 2020, I studied like ICT's like 2016 mentorship or whatever. Like I like knee deep, like um, I just studied it and I just traded demo like for a full year, bro. I didn't trade live or anything. I blocked everything out. I deleted every 
uh, social media influencer slash whatever trader guru, like off of like every app. I, I do guys like Evan. I blocked everything out, bro. It was like, yo, I'm gonna just submit. You know, one thing, one thing I, I've learned, uh, something that ICT uh, teaches a lot, and I give him credit to, uh, is you know. As a trader, you have to submit to time, right? Submit to the process. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you trade ICT concepts or you trade fucking uh, the ASFX concepts or you trade support and resistance. Like if you submit a submit time to whatever your strategy is, that's when it's going to start working. And so, um, anyway, I, I I become like really entrenched into these concepts, and so I really start. So like in twenty twenty one start actually trading a live account and i start seeing really great consistency bro like everything is working out and if 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 any for any ict student like there's gonna come a time where you kind of hit a brick wall right like uh where things are not as clear um over and over so anyway i keep trading i keep trading and i, I become consistent i become inconsistent then i become consistent again then i become inconsistent so i'm going through these ebb and flows of, of my trading journey i'm making money i'm losing money i'm making money i'm not making enough to call it like a full-time like thing as, as of yet in 2021 and so um fast forward bro um to now i guess you want to say i took like countless like uh what do you call uh you can edit this part out. I had a brain fart. I took a lot of funding challenges through this time. Um, like I was literally doing FTMO, my Forex funds, and I just like I would I would get close, I would I would boom, I would get close, I would boom. And then um fast forward to at the back of last year, it was like, okay, like I gave myself this is gonna be like the final year. Like I'm like now I'm three and a half years uh three years into it almost like I guess like really seriously like trying to trying to um trying to make this thing work and so um so at, so I, I was scrolling through like the uh twitter verse or whatever one day and um this was just past what like I want to say like this past like November and um I think I came across I came across your your video, you were showing like, you know how you get recommended stuff. I don't, I wasn't even following you at the time. And um, I just came across like a video where you were showing the spreadsheet. And I was like, what the hell is this spreadsheet? And um, like, like you kept showing it. And I would pause the video. I'm like, what the fuck is this spreadsheet? Cause you kept talking about <laughs> trying to take screenshots. And I'm like yeah. screenshot and I'm like, bro, like what is this shit? And so, and then I just started listening to you more and then I like, I, I, I I saw that you had like uh, the the A two strategy and stuff like that, and I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can probably add this to my arsenal, and maybe that I can, you know, finally find some consistency. So I started to really just like start doing that, like at the end of last year, and I started to see some really like like really like great major improvements. Like I took like I took like a three thousand dollar account to about a seventy five hundred dollar account by Christmas. Uh, this was just this past year, and I was like, "Damn!" So I was like, "Okay, I tested your shit out, and I was still, you know, like my ICT stuff. I still trade it, but I was trying to figure figure out a way to blend both of them and use your strategy as extra confirmation, I guess." And so I was like, "Okay, this dude's legit. He knows what he's talking about." And then um, 
it was like at the, at the end of last year, I was like, bro, I want to join this like black shirt club thing. Uh, because I was like, I was really intrigued by this DRC because you had mentioned, I had learned, I had heard this from, I think that was like SMB Capital from their YouTube channel. And I, I, I remember like listening to Dr. Steenbarger or whatever, and he was talking about all great professional, really profitable traders. They, they know how to properly playbook and journal their trades and like record their trades. And I was like, bro, that's like a missing link. Like I'm not doing it. Like, like I would think I would be journaling in the past. Like I would share, like I would, you know, just copy the link to my trading view chart and, you know, I would never really annotate on it and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, so I wasn't properly journaling, like actually recording my trades. And so I think it was the DRC, bro. That that's the one that got me. It was, it was less of the strategy, but more of that. And I was like, I want to join. And that's when we linked up, bro. And the rest is history. I joined the DRC and I, I got, got my hands on that damn spreadsheet and uh, the rest is history. Got my data and that's that. And now, don't forget the last part, bro. Great story, but don't forget the last part. Past the funding challenge. What was it? Last week oh, or the week before? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Past, yeah. past my my forex funds. Um, just uh, just based off of the DRC that we had. So coming into the back black shirt club, honestly, my idea was more so because we had the conversation one off before I even joined. It's like okay. I have a really great I, like idea of what my trading strategy is. I have multiple different, I guess you want to say playbooks. It's like, which one of these playbooks that I need to be focused a hundred percent of my effort on. And um, he was like, and I remember you just telling me, he was like, bro, join a DRC. We'll collect data after a month or so. We'll know exactly what you should be trading, how you should be trading and all the off the chart stuff too, that was included. But um, that's what I needed. And I, and I was like, you know what, during this time, I never had a coach. And like, that was like a self-reflection. Like, even though, you know, I say, you know, I, I say this a lot. I told this to a friend of mine the other day. I said, man, ICT, I learned how to read the market from ICT, but I learned how to be a professional trader from like, from yourself, from Austin in the black shirt club, because it actually taught me how to take, my raw talent and like mold it right and that, that's just like you know i look at it as like being a you know we're, we're both into uh athletics and sports and so i always like use the analogy of like you know a, a basketball player football player whatever your favorite sport it's like um you know when you go into the gym like you can have all the raw talent in the world like i can fucking shoot you out the gym or whatever like if i'm a basketball player and it's like until I get a coach, right? Until until Jordan got uh, Phil Jackson, he never won a championship, right? And so it's the same thing. It's like I had a I had a really great understanding of the market. I knew how to trade. I had a strategy. It was just how do I piece it together and like have someone to actually guide me and show me exactly. Okay, dumb. Do this. Don't do that. Do more of this. Do less of that. And so that's what I got from the Black Shirt Club, bro. Dude, well said. I got. I'm clipping that for Instagram or something right there. Bro. <laughs> that, that that they're gonna think I gave you a script on that one, bro. That was so well said. But you know what it is that you did well, and this is where we can kind of start a point because Evan was a part of a lot of your coaching calls recently. You took the first month of the Black Shirt Club very seriously. Where I have guys that come into the Black Shirt Club, and it takes them a couple of weeks to just do a markup properly and annotate a chart properly. We have to get them to doing that. 
you came in, adjusted a couple of things. You watched the whole course like we make everybody do. And you were doing markups correctly from the beginning, which maximized the first four weeks. You traded, not over traded, you just traded. Were you? And I think that first month you were trading a demo, right? Mm -hmm. just to, yeah. We were just trying to figure out what did you do well, like you said, yeah. and you, you took that data and ran with it. So I think really what you, you said it perfectly, bro, you have the raw talent. And this is what I think a lot of our listeners will find most relatable to everything you just said. You have the talent. A lot of people think they can trade. I know you hear people say, I know how to trade, just something's missing. The missing piece is the professionalism. The missing piece is that accountability. That's the one word you didn't use. The accountability to hold yourself to a standard that is going to keep the data coming in, making sure we're following rules properly. And then when we're not, and when we need to adapt, having that accountability to say, hey, this isn't working. Should we change? If you're by yourself, you're never going to have that. And I mean- we could talk about coaching all day. This could be the whole episode about coaching. W did you see the Tiger Woods thing that happened with PGA and, and Liv combining in, in like the last couple of days? Did you guys see that? Yeah. I feel about it, but I, I'm not sure. I, I, tell, t tell me about that. Basically, Tiger Woods turned down $700 million a couple of months ago when the PGA and Liv separated. And Liv wanted Tiger to come play in the Saudi Arabian Liv League. And Tiger was like, no, I'm going to stay a good old boy to the PGA. They offered him $700 million, something like that, and maybe a billion, they say. And he turned yeah. it down. Well, now PGA and Liv are combined as of yesterday or the day before. And now who knows how much Tiger is going to get paid, but I bet you it's not $700 million. So where's his coach then? That's where I'd be like, coach. You got to talk to me, bro. $700 million. Right. I know he's a billionaire, but still, bro, like $700 million. Yeah. Come on. You need a good coach in your back corner to be like, hey, like I did with you, Dom. Remember if, when you had that mistake that ended up being a, like a 6% winner? I was like, Dom, this is where as a coach, I'm going to come into and be like, bro, if the market hands you that gift, you remember what I said? Take that payout, bro. Take that's it, like, again, that, that, I'm coaching you there. I'm like, bro, don't go play with this 6%. You know, right. so I think having a coach is everything, bro. And I think people think, that I don't have coaches. Like I have coaches I was just with at the gym. I have coaches for my business, coaches for my trading. Like I, Evan yeah. is one of the coaches in the group. We give each other a lot of feedback. Without a coach, there's just no standard for growth, for accountability. I'm curious, Evan, you never really have spoken about your sports and your background in athletics. How has coaching impacted you? Do you have any stories that come to mind when this is talked about? Well, I remember when we were in Florida, I talked about a little bit. My baseball coach, my junior year of high school was one of my favorite coaches of all time we had like one of our best seasons but real quick in high school I had four years of baseball and four different head coaches none of them stuck wow. around and it wow. wasn't like it wasn't because we were bad they just in and out so like I never had the consistency of building a relationship with a coach and having him back the next year so that junior year I had him one of my favorites and he didn't return my senior year and it was always like I liked that coach but now I don't have him so I gotta carry what he taught me but like I don't have him to press me with it and the next year was it's not hard. good at all. So like it's hard. having a coach to instill things in you, but to like to keep doing it because you're going to get off track. You're going to like Austin still keeps me accountable, even though he's taught me all these things. I still need him to this day. It's not like, OK, yeah, thanks for all the information. I'm good now. Like you still need them there every day in the gym, at the charts, at the desk. So yeah, I think well it's said. all about like accountability. Like, OK, he's over my shoulder watching me like he's going to hold me accountable still. Exactly. And, and, I, I went and I that goes yeah. back. I'm sorry, Austin. No, you that goes back. That goes back to. I mean, I, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but that goes back to just life, right? Like, if you wanna, if you wanna get ripped and you wanna lose weight or gain muscle, you go get a seek a personal trainer, right? If you want, uh, you want financial freedom, or not even necessarily financial freedom, but if you wanna learn how to manage your money better, you 
you go find out you go find a financial advisor and without and i and i have to think back because for years i was i was trying to do this shit on my own um it's like man when i when i got in the real estate i hired a i hired a mentor and it's like damn why did i just skip that step and and um and i think why i know why i figured this out today on that earlier podcast because anybody can be a trading coach which makes it look like not only are they hard to find if they're good or not but it makes it look like because anyone can do it, it has little value when it actually right. has a ton of value when you find the right coach. Think about it right. like a doctor. Not everybody can become a doctor, a lawyer. Not every, you have to pass certain things, prerequisites to become that. Anybody can be a trading coach. You could just say you're a trading coach. Like we just <laughs> right. said, you could be a trading signal right. company just by calling random trades. There's yeah. no barrier, right. which makes people that get into trading. They don't think, oh, let me just go get a coach. They actually, I think more often than not think, oh, let me not get scammed by a coach. Which is the opposite, and then and then and, then, and honestly, to, to to kind of like piggyback off of that, it, it this industry is flooded with like oh my as God, well, yeah. just like fraudsters and stuff like that. So it it is hard to distinguish who's really like legitimately like can can coach you. I guess you want to say, and and for me, it's like like I want to I want to be coached by someone that. That not only talk it, but actually walks it. And, uh, you know, um, for me, it's like, like, what, what really, like, drew me to you was, I was like, number one, personality-wise. Like, we we have a very, uh, some good synergy, right? Like We cut we from the very, same cloth. From the same cloth. We have like minds. Like, you're mature. Like, a lot of, a lot of the forex guys out here not to call any names but it's like it's very immature shit like it's shit that i don't give a rat's ass about right like i don't care if you ride a Maybach or you got like 10 lambos in in your garage i don't give a shit about that your lifestyle does not dictate my trading success and that's one that's another thing like that kind of really like like kind of fall into the ict uh i don't, I don't want to say cult because it, it, his shit is kind of like cult like, but like, but like that's what made me fall into that because it was like this dude doesn't show his face, this dude doesn't like he doesn't flash any cash or anything like that. It's just like raw e- education and information, and so like that's where like my personality kind of mesh well with. And like when I when I met you, bro, like when we had that one off call, I was just like, bro, like you can actually like. And when you told me you were funded, and I, and I was like, I want to if I want to get to where I need to be, I need to like actually be coached by someone that's been there and been through the trenches. And so that's another thing. Like, you know, you have much more experience than I did. You know, a lot of guys, these days, like, you know, it's like, fuck man, everybody's 21 million fucking trailer. Like, uh, what the it, fuck oh, is yeah. that? And I'm they're all from Miami. They all they're all in Miami. 30, 30, 40 guys. Right. Like, Where's the guys, guys with the kids? Right, right, right. right. No, it's very guys that are more seasoned. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against 21 year olds, bro. No, like, of course, bro. But but sorry, it's, Evan. Sorry, I'm Evan. 21. <laughs> You're still 21 like, to me, yeah. son. There's, there's a guy. There's a guy. I'm not gonna call his name, but like, there's a guy. I'm like, he's 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 a big guy, and it's like, bro, like I, like this dude had like, he's been 21 for like fucking five years. I'm like, <laughs> bro, it's like back when you used to play sports, dude. I got in in when I was in high school, we ran in the pen relays, the four by 100, and we were with this team from Plainsboro, right, the whole way around. You know Plainsboro, Evan. We were yeah. with them the whole way around, and they handed off to their last leg versus our last leg. The dude was six two, <laughs> like 
skinny, the Usain Bolt strides, right, bro? And we're all looking around like, can we get a birth certificate, bro? This dude's got like a beard. Like he looked like a man, bro. And we're all in high school. I'm like, can we check something here? No, but right. it is funny, bro. You're, you're, you're spot on with that, Dom. You hit that on the head. So I, wanna... when I, what I think what I, what I was going to say was when I saw yeah. you, I was like, oh, you're like the first, one of the only um, outside of ICT that that really didn't flash anything. And that's what really drew me to you. I was like, I was waiting for it too, bro. Like my, my bullshit, like social media meter is like, like pretty, well, pretty I, good. I flex like, these I guns, bro. I was like, oh, this dude is into like he's into regular like life shit. Like he works out, like he's into health, he's into you know, like he's into the zen life. Like I was like, okay, this is my type type of guy. I think if I wasn't running all this other shit, bro, if I wasn't doing all the coaching and the podcast and my day, like I think what if I flex anything, I flex my lifestyle, which is like I go to the gym when I want. I don't have to do anything in the afternoon. Like that's what I flex. If anything, the car, the car I I have, bro. I didn't even know you had a Tesla, bro. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Because it just does it just doesn't matter. It's not like you said. You said it perfectly. I was like, I've never seen this dude post a fucking Tesla. Maybe you have, but I'm just saying. I have way back when we first got it because we were excited, and that was it. That was I. And in that one post, I was like, this will be the one post of the car. If you miss this, you'll never know what kind of car I had. Sucks to suck. But you know what, bro? You said it perfectly. Like their their lifestyle does not dictate your trading success. But let's let's pause that conversation because we could rip those guys up for five hours. Let's talk about how you because this is what most people are thinking probably at this point. If they listen, if they're here with us this far through, they know, of course, this is not a sales pitch for the Blackshirt Club. This is just talking your story as you've worked through the Blackshirt Club, and it's been helpful to you. So part of that story is how you've used the A2 strategy with what you knew from ICT and how the coaching environment was conducive to you doing that, where we didn't try to pigeonhole you into just ASFX strategies. We allowed you to find your edge using both of them. And that's what allowed you to pass the challenge relatively quickly. You've passed the challenge quicker than most people that come into the program. We've had guys do it as fast as you, but you're in the group of guys that have done it faster. So can you speak on the combination of the two strategies and the openness of the community that allowed you to like explore that and get feedback on that? Yeah, I, I was reluctant for a while because, like, man, I, I was like, I don't want to be the guy up in here that's just like, post, like, because, because a lot of ICT stuff could be very confusing to some who haven't really paid attention to it. And I was like, I don't want to clog up the, the chat room with like, with breaker blocks, breaker blocks, you know, fair value. I'm just like, what the fuck is this, right? And so, like, I was like, okay, let me let me make it, let me simplify it and be able to like mesh it so I don't confuse anyone, any other, anyone else in in the group because I didn't I didn't want to get any like I didn't want to confuse anybody that might be struggling like oh they hit me up like randomly like Don what are you using so I didn't want any of that but um so for the first month in the black shirt club i traded exclusively just the the a2 strategy because number one i wanted to collect data on it right like i had traded ict concepts for a while even though i hadn't collected data but just like through my own personal training trading i kind of understood my edge with it and so i just wanted to like dedicate to the a2 and so i dedicated myself to the a2 strategy and the, in the second month, once I got the data back and I saw like where I was, like I, I'm not looking at my, I'm not looking at my DRC right now, but I, if I recall, like I know my, I had like a pretty low win percentage, and so but I had a really high win percentage on, you know, on on a few of the trades that I took, uh, the ICT stuff, and so like in the second month, I think like, I called it out. He was like, bro, like if if you can't unsee it, don't like try to force yourself to unsee it, trade that shit. And, 
you know, try to merge and find your edge. And so like in the second month, that's exactly what I did. So I started getting back to my ICT strategy and then using the A2 as extra confluence or confirmation. And so what I found was like the first, like in that second month, like the first two weeks, I was, I didn't realize what what my what my edge was just yet because I was trying to combine everything and take the signal along with the with my entry signal on ICT. But what I found was uh, in that second month was that um, when the A two and the ICT strategy like align, when I got a signal with the A two and and I got a fair value gap or a breaker block or what whatever. Um, I'm not gonna get into my my ICT strategy here, but Whenever I saw that, when I whenever I got triggered for that in A2 Align, that's when like it was like, bro, that shit was Teflon. And like I know on my on the coaching call, like one of the coaching calls before I actually took a trade on the challenge, you were like, bro, that's it. Go with it. That you're all in on that. And so yeah, bro, like the rest is history. And so like and 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 that's that's what happened. And so now for the challenge. <clears throat> I, I, and I have the if... stats for you. Sorry to cut you off. I, I just pulled it up. First okay. month, your win rate was 31%. You won okay. four trades. You lost nine. That was first month. You were, th and, and, uh, yeah, so 13 total trades. You mm -hmm. were, yeah, 25% win rate on the A2 in that first month. But now, if we look at the program in, in its entirety up until today, your A2 only win rate is still 38%. But your A2 and your OTE, which is your combination, and your RTO, 88% and 67%. Less <laughs> trades, greater win rate, and a way bigger percent gain. 11% gain between those yeah. two strategies in 14 yeah. trades, bro. Amazing. 100%. Yeah, bro. And that's that's really, that was the eye-opener for me. And it was like, okay, like, now I know exactly how to merge them. And, like, now I officially, I officially had my playbook. And, and that's that's what my playbook was. Focusing on that um, and use that data. Like I said, like, the, the BSC, the, the most... I, I think this is the most priceless thing is getting that data. A lot of traders, I know myself, a lot of friends uh, that that are, you know, whether they're successful or struggling, I know we all had, you know, a lot of traders do not collect data, bro. Like no one collects data. And like, I think that was the, the priceless thing for me to be able to take that and then go into a challenge, right? After I filled, I've actually filled 11 challenges for everyone to know. I filled 11 challenges over three years. And when I went into this next challenge, I knew like, uh, the reason why, another reason why I joined the BSC, bro, because I literally was like, bro, like, like I've been all alone with this for like three and a half years. Like, okay, this is the final, this is it. Like, and if I'm a good, if I'm a good, I'm gonna go all in. I'm gonna be balls. So while I'm a higher coach, I'm gonna take the challenge and I'm gonna pass it in the rest of the history. And so my, now the mentality uh, of taking a challenge has been a lot different from live trading, um, obviously. And we, you and I spoke about this. Like, I'm you give some context on that. I don't want to just brush over that because people are like, "What do you mean?" So this is something that I I would I would, like just. I had been like trying to game plan in my head uh, was like, when you take a challenge, like the challenge, number one, at least the time challenges, I want to say, um, even, even, even the non-time challenges, in my opinion, like, cause at some point we're human and our emotions get evolved and we want to hit a target. I think with that target piece, a part of it 
it's like for me like i'm i'm an impatient person so like i recognize this going through the bsc like doing like the off the chart stuff the on the chart stuff like recognizing like my per- i started to recognize my personality a lot more and that like how much more impatient than i was that i i thought i was a super patient guy i'm super patient um, as you know, when I when it's time for my setup, like I'll go like all week. I haven't taken a trade yet, right? Like I'll go like four days without taking a fucking trade. I'm patient for a setup, but when I'm in a, a trade, like I know I, I want to be in and out, and I know that I want to aim for a high strike rate. So I'm gonna take grade A setup. So like that's another thing. BSC, you taught me how to grade my trades. I didn't know how to grade my fucking trades, bro, at all. Like I didn't know there's a difference between a grade A, grade B, or grade C. I was grading them all the fucking same. So for my challenge, number one, once I found out what my edge was and what my my playbook was, okay, I know it's the the A2 plus ICT stuff. Okay, cool. Now it's like, how do I grade? Like, what's a grade A versus a grade B? And so, um. Once I realized what that was, I used dynamic risk. So grade A, I know I'm going to go heavy on risk. Grade B, I'm going to go half of what I am. So like grade A would be, let's just say, 1%. Uh, grade B would be a half a percent. Grade C, I don't trade at all. I just sit back and I just play with that and just, you know, paper trade it or whatever. Um, and so coming into the challenge, I my challenge internally was how do – being an impatient person, I know I'm a scalper, right? I'm impatient, but I also know that I don't want to take a hundred trades during this challenge. Like I don't want to get the and 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 this is I know you you speak on this like let's aim for the extension and stuff like that. And I was like, we could do that, we can do that. But at the same time, I want to go in, I want to go in a little bit heavier because I am being more patient. I'm not gonna get a challenge. I mean, I held on to my challenge for two and a half weeks, bro, before I took the first trade. So, um. I was like, I know I'm going to wait for a grade A setup. And so, okay, let's go in heavy. Let's risk 2%. And let's aim for a 1 to 3, 1 to 2, on uh, 1 to 4 on the first trade. And that's exactly like my mentality was. And so I knew I was going to go in heavier. I was going to aim for a higher risk to reward, which I did. And I mean, shit, bro, I, I passed it with, within two trades. And yep. now that sounds like, 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 there's a lot of people on YouTube that are like, oh, I passed, I passed my challenge. Right, but they're over, they're they're throwing heavier risk, even heavier than two percent, and they're also doing it with no data to back it. And, I think and, everything... and then another thing, they don't even explain like like the methodology. Like they of course, go no, there, they're oh, just I waited, placing I waited a random trade. trade. Right, like no. I waited, I literally waited damn near three weeks for a trade. That's number one, and then number two. Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go crazy. I didn't risk five percent. Like two percent is still heavy. It's heavy. Now, but when you're trying to get funded, it's 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 it, you have to know your strength. And like you mm-hmm. said, if you're gonna wait for that trade, and for everyone listening, it is a specific trade. Dom's not just saying I waited for a trade and it was like random. It's a specific trade that is his A two and RTO strategy that we spent that whole first wow. month gathering data on. He's waiting for that trade, not a trade, that trade. Right. Yes. Facts. Yeah. And that's that's that. And I was like, I'm going to wait for that trade. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to show discipline. And that's another thing. Like, through my time through the BSC, my trade selection has gone through the fucking roof, bro. Yeah. Like, back in December, like, I would literally, like, 
even like the ones that I thought were grade A setups, I would still like, bro. I my traits, I I am so 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 selective, and I love it. I love it. I love that I'm so selective, because prior to bro, like I would you know I would take a bunch of trades, and I realized I go off tilt. That's another thing that I recognize just doing DRCs. The more that I trade, the higher probability that I go off tilt. The less that I trade, I make more. My win percentage is higher. My sanity is there. I'm less stressed. Less gray hair. Yep. Yeah, bro. And so it's like, bro, like I, that that's the methodology. Now that I'm trading live, the methodology is it's it's still the same as as, as far as trade selection. But I will I will trade uh, grade B setups, and I'll use like half the risk that I would normally use. And I'm not I'm not risking two percent. On my life, because number of one, course, no, it's when you're trying to get funded, of course. And also, we you're didn't speak about funded. this. It's a challenge for a reason. You're trying to hit a target, and I think for me, it's like if I'm going to be a part of a challenge, I'm not. Now, there's more ways, more than one way to skin the cat, because there's a lot of people in the BSC that will. I did it the opposite way of you, bro. Right. I traded small, yeah. and I took a lot of trades. Same thing exactly. for that. Yes, exactly. It's based off of personality, bro, and like, like. But you had to get the data. To build the confidence to believe in yourself. And that's what it like right now. I'm looking at your spreadsheet. It's funny because when you look at the pairs that you traded, for everyone listening, Dom only has 40 trades logged in here, it looks like. But yeah, between when he started the program and in the last three months, it's only 40 trades. You don't need a hundred trades of data. You just have to meticulously track the trades you take. And one of the things I noticed, Dom, is, and I know this also because we you were my trading. Exactly. I was just going to say, he's only trading SPX. He's 12 for 18 on SPX, a 67% win rate. His win, average win is 1%. His average loss is 0.16. His average win is 10x bigger than his average loss on SPX. But if you look at the other pairs he's traded, the 4x pairs, he'll have like GJ, he's two for four and he cut it right there. Four trades, 50% win rate. I'm done. I'm not interested in it. I don't want it. Do less which is the ASFX thing, right? Do less, do it better, do it bigger. And that's what Dom has just explained. Trading less, marking things up more, analyzing more to get better and then getting bigger, bigger, 2% risk, bigger risk. Dom is the do less, do it better, do it bigger saying. In, in and the, I also in feel the, like since you guys are only watching this SPX, it's almost like it's a story. Tom likes to say the candles are telling us a story that if you're only watching that every day, you're more in tune with, okay, well, what happened yesterday? What happened overnight? You come back in tomorrow. You know what's happened all week, the previous week. But if you're just flipping through Forex pairs, you don't remember what has happened all week and then earlier this morning. So, like, you got to catch up and analyze. Where SPX, you know what you're looking for because you know what happened yesterday, what didn't present yesterday. And you just know, okay, that's my spot now because I wanted this on Monday, but now it's Wednesday, whatever. But, like, right. if you're bouncing around from different pairs and a bigger watch list, then it's a lot cloudy in your mind. Yeah, especially like, if you're out here drinking Bud Light every night, like I know Dom is, like, then you're never going to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of, of speaking of speaking of speaking of speaking of um yeah so a part of this whole process this is this is something that i want to share is that i was i understood like becoming like you know create like the ultimate thing was become more disciplined i think when i joined bsc like one of my goals i told you i was like i wanted to become more disciplined become more stoic and a part of that really it boiled down to my discipline and my daily habits off the charts more than on the charts really and uh like i started to uh i started a, a um 
during this process, I started like a cleanse, which was stupid. I, 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 I bro, detox. it's so good that you're taking us here right now because this is where I was going with this part of the com- the, the part of the podcast. So let's <laughs> get into this. You want to set me up for it? And, and yeah, let me let, let me set it up for you. So this is what happens, everybody. Dom and I are busting ass every week on our call. He's doing that first month of the program, tracking his trades. We're finally feeling like we're making progress. He's confident. He's working on his sleep. We're tracking his habits off the desk. He's got a new sleep app. He's meditating. He's giving time to his family every day. So he's able to then devote the focus to the trading. When it's trading time, he's getting balanced, right? Then we're like, all right, we're going to start the challenge. We're finally ready. And then Dom decides to do something hard on top of the thing that is hard that we've been preparing for. We've been in the gym training for this challenge. And Dom's like, all right, I'm gonna do the challenge, but I'm also gonna do a juice cleanse. So then Dom goes and is not eating food, let alone not eating meat. He's not eating, he doesn't just go vegan. This dude just goes full juice, like straight up, like smoothie, straight, all smoothies. So then we get on a call a week into the challenge. He hasn't taken a trade. And I'm talking to, within a minute, didn't I say Dom, like within three minutes in that call, I was like, what's up with you, bro? You're not fun. You're not doing the bubbly Dom thing. Did your dog die? Like what happened? And you're like, no, I, I, I'm just doing this juice cleanse. I'm feeling a little tired. And instantly my brain goes off because I'm doing all these coaching calls now. I know diet, sleep, routine, these things matter. So we start talking and I'm like, Dom, does it make sense to be doing this hard-ass juice cleanse at the same time as you want to do this hard-ass challenge? <laughs> we come to the conclusion on that call that we're like, let's just start eating meat and getting back to the normal diet. Within the next 14 days, he's done the challenge. No joke. Is that yeah. accurate, Dom? That's that's very accurate. I was so lethargic at the time, and 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 I've done a juice cleanse. I've done a detox previously, but of course, but like this time around, like once again, and I, when I did it last time, bro, like my lifestyle was much different. Right, I was like single and whatever. So, so like now it's like like I, I'll, my energy has got to be stretched out like to family and everything like that. So, of course. But anyway, man. So I like once you called that out, I was like, yeah, that got to be it. And so, um, so I was like, you know what? Let, let's start seventy five hard. Uh, you mentioned I'm like, bro, just do seventy five hard or some shit, right? And Dude, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what? I think this is good. It's funny to talk about this. I actually have my uh, my my graphics guy making us a little thing. I want to do like a sixty day. I can't take seventy five day hard because I think Andy Frisella might sue me. So I did a sixty day hard for traders, cool. as inspired by what I told you to do. Because then I could just send this to traders and be like, here, do this. This is yeah. a great way to go into your challenge with doing this sixty day these same kind of things. So you inspired that. Just, so everybody just, listening, just don't just don't exclude the drinking. No, just, <laughs> we still need to be drinking a little bit. No, I, 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 that's gonna be the hardest part because it's like you know, um, I, I'm I'm not an alcoholic or anything like that. But no, you know, we sipping, like, bro. Like, sipping. Why you have a like good time, bro? And I like uh, I like tequila. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's actually, bro. I mean, anyway. the, the president of Mexico says if you drink a tequila shot a day, you'll trade better. It's a fact. Google that. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that shit up. <laughs> I did. I'm gonna be honest. Guys, I'm full transparency. I did 75 hard all the way up until I fucking passed my evaluation and I fucking took a shot to kill it. I was like, oh, that, that, there we go. But it I'm got you through, bro. <laughs> but to the bigger point of why we did that, it was like you wanted to stay disciplined. You wanted to keep yourself right. on, on the edge and sharp. That's all. Just say, I right. want to stay sharp. What's going to keep me sharp? Do I want to start this challenge and then stop doing DRCs? Or do I want to make sure I'm actually working out, sleeping good, eating good, drinking water, and doing DRCs? That's yeah, going to get you through the challenge. And something that – something another thing that I realized too um, was – that I started to put a lot of focus and attention on was my sleep. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and that's why I like, I, 
I, I got an Apple Watch, and so I downloaded. I was researching, and I found like an app, Rise app, and uh, it was like it tracks your sleep. It tells you like where you're gonna be at your peak performance, where you're gonna like dip off and stuff like that. And I was like, oh shit, this is this is pretty cool. So downloaded that app. I paid like seven bucks for it, and I was like, I'm gonna really start tracking my sleep, bro, because I wanted to really understand like how my body and like I, I'm really into everything like I really wanted to really understand like how can I biohack my way to become nice. you know becoming more disciplined in my daily life which I know um as I'm more disciplined daily like off the charts on the charts bro it's like gonna be second nature you know and then ultimately I become more stoic and more emotionless at the chart because I'm just following a routine I'm following you know daily disciplines bro and I think like tracking my sleep uh making sure I drink a gallon of water every single day meditating every single day uh without fear those are non-negotiable um exercising every single day now whether i get two exercises in or one as long as i'm going Bro, you home, got a young daughter if she just you take her outside and run around the block for a little bit that's an exactly exercise, that's right? exercise yeah. so i count that shit bro i count right. that and so um so yes yeah, so I'm, I'm always putting in 90 minutes a day um you know exercising bro and so i make that a focal point and obviously eat clean like a part of like 75 hard is like you know um you know, I know what to do. I know what to eat. I know what not to eat and stuff like that. So really, you know, focusing my attention on eating clean every single day, getting proper sleep. But the sleep thing was the number one thing that I realized I was so inconsistent with. Um, and once I started to really track my sleep, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, last night I only got five hours. Two nights ago, I got fucking six hours. The night before that, I got eight hours, and, and like it was just too inconsistent. So now, like, if 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 I want to open the app, like it's very consistent across the board. Like the app tells me I need, based off of like it, it tracks like everything. It backlog it backlogs like over the last like fourteen days or so. It tells you, um, you need at least like right now I'm at seven and a, seven and a half hours every single night. So I was like, you know what? Why am I be like that's why I, that's why you don't see me in a BSC like early morning when you guys are there because like I'm getting my rest based off what the app told me and like I'm trading the better right after NYSC open right so it's like why do you need to do that I dude and I, as I I have the kid coming you know I'm I used to wake up at four a.m. and trade at five now I wake up at six maybe I'm trading by seven but some days like I have family in town I wake up at seven and I'm trading by eight. I think sleep is the top priority. Now, it Evan, is. Evan's the young lad. I have to make sure Evan yeah. wakes up at 5 a.m. every day and goes on a four-mile run before he starts trading. Otherwise, he's fired. I envy, I envy him, man, because <laughs> I used sleep to do is that. Horrendous. I literally, like, used is to it do it? that. It's terrible. Why? How do you do it? Sleep. I just get, like, five, six hours a night. I mean, that's not horrendous. It's about the time you go to sleep and waking up the same time. That's the I wake thing. up at the same time, yeah. I just don't get much sleep. You know what you need, bro? Some CBD gummies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is it bro? Is it, is it weed legal up in New Jersey nowadays, bro? Just go get yourself a joint and chill out. Like, relax, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just relax. And, and Dom, you're in Texas, right? So for you, even sleeping makes sense because you're already an hour behind, bro. It's like, dude, if you try to wake up early, it's like, uh, oh yeah, it's an, it's an extra hour too, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm 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 an hour behind New York time. So, like, yeah. So like getting that, like, and then yeah, man. Like I'm a parent. So like, exactly. like my my energy gets drained at night. So I do need the like when I was Evan's age, bro. Like, I could fucking Same, like. Bro. 
Don't yeah, even, can, bro. I, I don't I even need three sleep. Hours, bro. Three hours, I wake up and I can smash a fucking, fucking Red Bull, whatever, bro. I we're in the gym, bro. Right, like let's go now. I'm like, bro. It's so funny how getting old you change, you know. But you got to adapt. Traders adapt, and a lot of guys that I talk to, the older guys, you know what they all do, bro? They swing trade. They all get into swing trading. There's very few older. Uh, you know, there's a, there's always that funny saying, there's old pilots and there's bald pilots, but there's no old bald pilots. They say the same thing about traders. There's old traders and there's bald traders, but there's no old bald traders. You get it? Cause they're saying like old and they stressed out. Right, blah, blah, blah. right, right. Except James, James, James is already bald. So James already has yeah. a head start. <laughs> yeah. But Dom, I, I have one more question for you before we wrap up for today. If you could go back, because I feel like the black shirt club has really helped you, of course, is what we talked about today, but it really broke the psychological barriers for you between professional and amateur, right? And you've kind of said that a couple of times today. Mm -hmm. And you look at trading completely different now where you see, I don't have to be stuck at the desk all day. I have to run the business properly, but I don't have to be in a bunch of trades. I have to just win and make money. So if you could go back to young Dom, even before ASFX, mm -hmm. what would be the advice you would tell him? Would it be get deeper in the chart? get deeper in the routine. Like give, give the listeners one thing. Don't give us 15 because you're a talker. Give us one thing. Narrow it down to one. Think about it if you have to for a second. And then I'll, I'll ask Evan too. You guys both have to give one thing to end the podcast today that you would tell your younger self that you think would be the most impactful. I would say... I would say focus on the one strategy thing, but I feel like that's like a canned like response because I feel like everybody says that shit. Um, and then my personality type, like you said, I'm all in on one thing. Like A2 is the only thing that I've, that I explored outside of like ICT concepts. So right. um, I would say discipline, bro. Discipline outside of the charts because trading is much more of a self-improvement game than it is like passing a funded challenge or flipping an account or growing an account like or whatever like if you want to become a better trader you have to become a better version of yourself the best way to become a better version of yourself is to be extremely extremely dedicated to routine and discipline in your daily life whatever that might be for you figure that shit out because not even Austin could teach that. I can't teach that. ICT can't teach that. I wish I, I could, bro. It's great <laughs> advice. I wish I could give you the secret potion and make you disciplined. People would make more money trading. You yeah. Know? It, 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 but it's just not, like you said. And no, I, I, would, I would say younger me, um, yeah. the younger me, if I'm telling my younger self that, or when I first started trading, I would say, it's like, I don't know if I would still be able to grasp that. Because, yeah, because you because you, younger, was, you, di you didn't see the other side of the stove though you need to see the other side of the the, the, the I think, store i think i think like i think that the the, the into trading would probably be like yeah uh-huh fuck that show me how to flip an account <laughs> right right but that's <laughs> you no that's you're right bro that's but that's yeah. you but at least bro this is like the story i've said it a couple of times my dad the girl i was dating in high school not the girl that i ended up marrying my dad's like you're never gonna marry this girl just so you know and in my head i'm like dad i think i might marry this girl like you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but but people with experience are normally right normally yeah. not always but normally right and experience is what's taught you all of that dom so i love that great answer ed what do you got for us you got a good answer I mean, yeah, it sounds cliche to say there are so many answers that 
I've had people on my stream ask me what's one thing. I'm like, I don't, I can't give you one, but dude, you can't give it, us one because you're so young. If you give us a, an answer for you were like a baby, right? Like what would you tell your baby self, baby Evan wandering around? Look at the chart. No, just kidding. You're four years older. Let's relax. So, <laughs> grandpa over there. Hey, 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 hey. I would say just tracking, not just trades, like everything. Cause like starting out, I read every book, every podcast, every video. Okay. I have all this information. Oh, now when I go place a trade, I suck. I was like, what the hell? I read all this stuff. I know all this information, but you got to implement it. And then, okay, I'm putting it to the test. I'm doing this bad. This is struggling with me. I picked this up really well. You got to track it. Like, okay, this is what I'm struggling with. How can we improve on that? Because I had like information. I knew everything, but like, I didn't know what to do with it. Now I got to implement it and like make it work for myself because these people taught it, but like, I got to make it work for me. So just figure out what you do really well, just naturally. Some things are going to be easier for others. And the things you struggle with, you can fix them. They're just going to be maybe a little bit more difficult and be patient, give it time. And then like track it, put in systems to fix those problems. And then, then keep focusing on what you're doing well. And then just keep stacking them. And like, for me, I didn't have like a plan B. It was like, I'm just, I'm doing this. So this was not working, but I'm going to address that problem. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing well. Okay. That's still not working. I'm going to fix that. And then just keep growing, keep staying disciplined, patient, and then you'll get there. Mo said that on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. He said, I had no plan B. He was one of the I guys did. who he, yeah. I met him at the London seminar. He's been an ASFX member for a while. Mo said the same thing. I, there's just no plan B. And Fu said that on the podcast. I burned the ships. You're just, there is no other option. And I feel the same way. I would say to my younger self, if I have to answer that, it would be to get a coach sooner. I've gotten into that later. And I just think for myself, the coaching is what has allowed you, Dom, to find yourself. I didn't tell you. I just guided you and asked you questions and plugged you into a template that works. You did the work, but that guidance, I wish I would have had that because I mean, we could talk in a whole podcast about all the stupid shit I did when I first started and I had nobody that was trading. I had no friends trading. I had no nothing like stupid, stupid things that I would tell myself, which would all been avoided with a good mentor, a good coach. And now- it's just fun to me because like I like I said, I brag about it because it's like I sit down with freaking Tom Basso, bro. I sit down with Steve Burns. I sit down with these guys that are like legends, bro, to some people, you know, and now I just think back to when I started and I was like, damn, if I could have just had their ear back then, but you got to earn it. You know what I'm saying? And Dom and Ev, both of you guys are like myself. We're all on our way to earn that respect because to my point earlier, anyone can be a trading coach. So what makes the great trading coaches? What makes the great traders? What's It is only one answer. Do either of you know what it is? The longevity, the experience, yeah. survival. It's sur who's around at the end of the day. Who's still here trading? Why are we talking yeah, like about I, Crudelli? He still trades. Crudelli. I can't. I don't have that you're many not, years. Nothing I could do about that. Him, but just but wait. You can become him. Exactly. Yeah, I just gotta wait. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. There's nothing exactly. I could read today to get to his level. There's just no nothing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you can do. I gotta wait, gotta, bro. That's where that that Russ saying, uh, "Take your coat off." John Mayer told him, take your coat off, bro. Get comfortable yeah. with all the celebrity and the uncertainty. Get comfortable. Same thing to us as traders. Get Take the coat off. Enjoy the enjoy the journey. You know. And I try to. I think we all do. Tom Basso says that all the time. Enjoy the ride. So, Dom, you are the man, bro. This has been great. Yes. I think the audience is probably going to have questions for you because we didn't touch a lot on strategy. They might want to see it. So, audience, if you enjoyed Dom on the show, uh, comment below. And if we see a bunch of comments come in with some questions and want to see more from Dom. We'll have him back on 
in a couple of months. We'll bring him on and we'll do screen share. We'll go into some of his recent trades at that point with his funded accounts and we'll go into everything from there. But Dom, we wish you the best of luck. I know you're still kind of up in the air if you're staying with us in the Blackshirt Club. Of course, that's never a requirement. We love working with you. But if you decide to leave us, bro, we wish you the best of luck. We're really, really proud of you. And I really appreciate you coming on and giving us the time. For sure, for sure, man. I definitely appreciate the time and thanks for having me on, man. Um, bro, and keep harassing me about coming to Texas for a meetup because once my kids bro, here, I'll be able to make that happen a lot easier. So just come, keep harassing bro, me about that. Like, I'll bro, bring Evan too. I'll bring the young lad in a backpack. Really, I don't know what it means about you fucking like Florida traders, bro. It's like y'all like the fucking mecca for like it is, bro. It really is. Sudden. But you gotta be careful, like you said, because there's some sketchy people too. But yeah, bro, yeah, I don't yeah, need that for I need listen in Florida, bro. You can't really get good barbecue. I need good barbecue <laughs> in my life again. Bro, come 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 to Texas, bro. Like Austin, I, in Austin, bro. We would Austin in Austin. That's the, that's gonna be the name of the seminar. Austin, Austin in Austin. Austin. See, bro, I was already thinking of it before you said it. That's why I was like, I was like, I pitched you the idea. I was like, bro, we gotta do a big event in Austin. Bro, that's how this happened. A bunch of people were like, yo, we need a seminar. We need a seminar. So now I, this year. You know, we're doing London in December, but now after that, bro, the kid will be here and it'll be normal. I can definitely do back, get back to doing more in the U.S. Unless, so we're actually going to connect with like other like local, local traders, bro, because it's, yeah. it's a lonely game. Like I, it's, it's lonely, just bro. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Dom out there on a ranch. He's out there in a the ranch with him on a horse with a fucking cowboy hat and a lasso rounding up them pips, Dom pips. No, but this has been great, boys. Dom, you're the man. I'll make sure everybody has your Instagram, your Twitter, and everything down below so they can connect with you. Ev, I'll do the same for you. I appreciate oh, you both. Oh, of course, bro. Of course, the young lad needs his clout. <laughs> but this has been good, boys. Dom, have a great rest of your week. Ev, thank you for the time as always. Listeners, we appreciate you. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>